I'm Kaylee Arrett, and you're listening to episode 26 of Me When I'm Free. Who is this me when I'm free, and why does it even matter? This is the question that has spurred me on for years now. It's led me down some dark roads of healing and up joyful mountains of calling. And to this moment, right now, still on the journey and inviting you to join me. If it really is true that the glory of God is man or woman fully alive, then it would appear that God would want this even more than we do. But why? Why is this important to him? Doesn't he have more important things to attend to than whether or not we know ourselves and what we have to bring to the world? These are some of the questions I want us to explore together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. During the summer of 2008, our little family of three, along with our second son, only a month from his due date, took a trip to Florida. After getting my then three-year-old situated on the flight and turning to rest my eyes, I noticed something unusual across the aisle. The woman seated there was clearly distraught, tears flowing down her face. I couldn't imagine what was wrong, so after spending several minutes wrestling over whether I should speak with her, I finally did. I leaned over the aisle and whispered that I didn't mean to pry, but did she need to talk? She smiled wearily through her tears and shared with me that her mother was dying and that she was worried that she wasn't going to get there in time to say goodbye. As she opened up to me about her story, the tears began to flow, both hers and mine. As she wept, I wept. Her pain was raw, and in that moment, what I had to offer in response was my grief. The affirmation that what she felt was real and valid, and that she was not alone. I wanted to offer more, but there was nothing more to give. I did not know it at the time, but in that moment... As I entered into her grief and held space for her pain without trying to fix it, I was offering to her what I now know as attunement. I only knew then that her tears touched my heart and brought me to tears. I didn't understand that our brains are designed with a control center known as relational circuits that help us to metabolize pain. And I didn't know that 
knowing we are not alone in our pain is an essential step in opening our relational circuits and completing the pain processing pathway in our brains. Today, I know these things. Not only have I learned them from my research into the neuroscience of healing from pain and trauma, but I myself have been the woman sharing my story to those who have entered into my pain with me And I have experienced the connection and peace that is offered in those moments. I now know that what I have received through others' empathy and compassion is an actual necessary component of processing pain in the brain. The book, Joyful Journey, which teaches about the tool of Emmanuel journaling, explains it like this. Attunement lets us know we are understood, like Martha and Mary felt when Jesus wept with them outside their brother's tomb. In his book, Outsmarting Yourself, Carl Lehman emphasizes how receiving attunement helps restore our relational circuit function. He explains that we will feel seen, heard, understood, and cared for when successful attunement takes place. We no longer feel alone. The book goes on to explain that any life event that leads to us feeling alone without help can be experienced as traumatic. Whenever we perceive that God or people are absent during times of pain or with us, but unable to share the impact, this experience can become traumatic. But the opposite is also true. When we perceive that God or people are with us during times of pain, we have the ability to process that pain in a healthy way. All of this lays the groundwork for the gifts of engaging in the practice of Emmanuel journaling. Last week in episode 25, we discussed the first step of this practice called interactive gratitude. This week, we will walk through the five prompts that this exercise entails to improve our awareness that Jesus is glad to be with us in all of our emotions. The book, Joyful Journey, which goes into a deep dive into the value of this practice, goes on to say, when we experience God's comfort and help, we become aware of his presence and peace is restored to us. Emmanuel journaling is designed to take us through the sequence our brain uses to metabolize pain. Following the order our brain uses provides the simplest path from pain to redemption as well as nourishment for our souls. Manual journaling leads us to a place of gratitude where our relational circuits are restored and activated. Ultimately, it allows us to become aware of God's good, generous, and tender presence in our lives. The major difference between traditional journaling and manual journaling is this. Typically, our journaling to God is a way for us to speak to Him, in the same way that prayer is also often about talking to God as He listens to us. 
However, Emmanuel journaling is a practice in inviting God to speak to us, to initiate conversations with us, to attune to us in our fear or sadness or even our joy. We engage in this exercise because we believe that God cares for us in all of our emotions. As the book goes on to say, God knows when we are unable to come to him, either because we are overwhelmed by our pain or because we are hiding from him in fear. Just as he initiated the conversation with Adam and Eve when they were hiding, we believe that God approaches us, thus initiating our restoration because God is love. The sequence of God's attunement is found in Exodus 3, 7, and 8, where God interacts with Moses at the burning bush. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. God tells Moses that he sees, hears, cares, is with them, and will do something for them. God gives us the template for perfect attuning. And so today, friend, I invite you in the following minutes to explore this practice of journaling with me. You may want to grab a journal or even print out the Emmanuel journaling worksheet in the show notes. Consider pausing the podcast to gather what you need before continuing on. As we begin, I want to remind you that you are loved by a living God who desires to connect with you through his Holy Spirit. We can trust that he is Emmanuel, God with us in this very moment, wanting to speak his truth to us. If you feel any fear that you are not hearing him correctly, I invite you to place that fear to the side for today. Let's simply practice trusting that if what you sense he is speaking aligns with his love, character, he's the source. I'm going to offer the five prompts of the Emmanuel journaling exercise in the next moments, along with a few helpful thoughts to guide you. I will offer a few moments after each prompt, but you may want to consider pausing the episode after each one as you journal your response. Before you begin, just take a few moments to notice what you are bringing to Emmanuel today. Is there something weighing on your mind, an anxiety stirring, or a sadness you are carrying, or even a sense of hope or anticipation about something that's about to take place? Consider what you'll focus on in this exercise before we begin. And remember, we are journaling our sense of what God is speaking to us in our answers. And now... Let's begin. Prompt number one. I can see you. 
Right from God's perspective, what he observes in you right now, including your physical sensations, something like, I can see you at your desk, your breathing is shallow, and your shoulders are tight. What can God see as he looks at you right now? Prompt number two, I can hear you. Write from God's perspective what he hears you saying to yourself. Maybe something like, you are wondering if I will speak to you and how you would ever know. You are discouraged and tired. Or you woke up full of energy this morning. You are ready to take on the world. What can God hear as he listens to you now? Prompt number three, I understand how big this is for you. How does God see your dreams or blessings or troubles? Possibly it's something like, I want you to know that I care about what matters to you. Your desire to honor me brings me great pleasure. Or I understand how intimidated you feel. This situation feels all-consuming to you. What does God know about how this situation feels to you? Prompt number four. I am glad to be with you. How does God express his desire to participate with your life? Possibly something like, your dreams are precious to me. I fill you with life each day. Or, I see your discouragement after yelling again. Times when you are frustrated and tired are when I want to be closer to you. How might God express to you that he is glad to be with you in all of your emotions? And prompt number five, I can do something about what you are going through. Journal your sense of what God will give you for this time. Maybe something like, come away with me. I offer you times of refreshing, or I will strengthen you. Remember how your friend encouraged you last week? With me, you are not alone. What might God offer to you to help or encourage you in this moment? And the final step in the Emmanuel journaling process is an invitation to share what you have written with a friend. 
This is a step that might be easy to skip, but can be deeply restorative as you share what was written alone in the presence of love and compassion. Finally, let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you that you are Emmanuel, God with us in every moment. Help us to experience you as the God who sees, hears, cares, is with us, and will do something for us when we come to you. It's in your strong name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Me When I'm Free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness. I'd love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here. And if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. If you'd like to connect throughout the week, you can find me at Kaylee Arrett on Facebook and Instagram or at KayleeArrett.com. And if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast and I'd be delighted if you left a review. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.